to the point for Shen. Here's Shen putting it through. It's loose in front. Harper scores! Welcome back to the Leafs cast where your Toronto Maple Leafs are down 0-2 in their first second round series in 150 years. Can the Leafs do it? The Leafs cast is going to tell you right now. We're back. Let's go. Ugh, the Leafs lost like what, half an hour ago now? Still not over it. Still not over it. It's like, I don't care that we had flashes of good play. We didn't. We had so many sloppy mistakes, and I hate how every single one ends up in the back of our net. And stupid Bob Bobrovsky stops all of them. Wait, hate so, that we blew the lead. Sorry, you said who again? Plinsky? Bobrovsky. All right, I'm right. not. I'm not in the mood for any of that. <laughs> you know, Shut neither am I. I started it. And I was like, I'm not in the mood for Bobrovsky drops. This this Dude, one hurts down honestly. Down yeah. Oh, two, yeah. man. When's the last time we were down? Oh, two. We've been in a lot of these series. This is a different feeling. I, you know, yeah, the Leafs lost a half hour ago. I think that's like the first words I've said since they lost. It was one of those L's where I just stare at the TV in silence. There was no yelling. It felt like a game seven loss, really. Like, I just feel like I'm sitting here with no hope. And it's stupid because we were great in this game again. We dominated play for a lot of it probably for 50 minutes of the 60 minutes. And they came out for the first 10 minutes of the second period and absolutely sucked eggs. They were the worst that we've seen them in the playoffs so far. Giordano and Lilligren are completely useless out there. It's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I This must be how Tampa felt after games three and four, when they play great and they just lose. And you're just like, well, what's the point? That's how I'm feeling right now. feels like, well, yeah, we could play great. The game plan shouldn't be to change much because we looked really good and we're down 0-2. What's the winning percentage of teams that are down 0-2? It's got to be rock bottom. The teams that just lose game one, let alone game two, is like lose a series 70% of the time. I'm sure it's like it's brutal. Like you have no margin for error left. Yep. Again, best case scenario goes to game six now. Yeah, that, that was my immediate thought after this one's done. It's like, all right, there are five games to go three of them on the road. You need to win four of them. It's a five game series, right? Yeah. It's no, it's not a five game series. That math doesn't make sense. I mean, they got to win four games. Tim, you know, my mathematics. I don't have my, my, my stats glasses on tonight. When you start spouting numbers, I just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, <laughs> Let's get move on, on to the next part. But the Leafs have dug themselves a hole. And I mean, like what, they're going to learn their lesson. Like, I saw for like the early part in the, the second period, like what did the Leafs do after this at the, in the intermission? They thought like, oh yeah, the series over, the four is going to roll over and die. Let them forgetting that like, oh, we actually blew the first game as well. And then it's just absolutely ridiculous. And now it's like you're uh, one of your best forwards, Matthew Nyes, who's the only one that like, shows up at times, got body slammed into the ice by stupid Sam Bennett. I'm sure the Department of Player Safety is not going to look at it at all. I want to get. I want to get to that a little later. I want to keep talking about the game, and maybe the Leafs in general first, because um, I know that like we're all three very down, and all of Leafs Nation that's listening to this podcast is very down. Um, there, I think though, more than any other series, and this is so different than any other series I feel like we've played in. There is still though so much hope that the Leafs actually do have a shot here. I know the stats are going to say teams that are down. 
uh, in series is have whatever, you know, a 30% chance of winning, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, you, you, you look at the stats. There's a lot of things that say the Leafs, like even after tonight, have outplayed Florida five on five. Um, you know, it's not like we've had bad goaltending performances. Like there's, there's so many things that point to th- that deserve to win a meter. The Leafs have been like, like wildly favored in this deserved win a meter. There's reason to believe that the Leafs, you know, should have won or, or could, could have won these last two games and have a good shot of winning four out of the next five. It's just like, it's going to be stressful. It's it, like, because it's, it's hard. It's hard for me to believe what I'm saying. But, like, I can't just look at what happened here tonight and say, this team's dead in the water. Because I spent a lot of this game, similar to game one, thinking, like, yeah, okay, we'll still win, though. Like, we're going to dig one back. Because in the third period, the Leafs did dominate. Like, like there were aspects of what the Leafs were doing out there that looked amazing. And you could chalk, you could chalk this one up to getting goalied. And it's my fault, because I disrespected Sergei Bobrovsky in the preview. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel good I mean, joking. I- uh i thought the least were gonna tie it up as well like the the way we came out of the third period like so florida has just been absolutely abysmal defensively like two games now like and their penalty kill horrendous like we set up and it just like should be clinical that's why i roll my eyes whenever paul maurice whines about the ref not getting his calls florida's like so dirty they're dirty except they're like just blatantly dirty, like uh, it's ridiculous. And then he's like, "Oh, I got two penalties instead of ten that I deserve." Well, it's, it's when this is honestly, it's the way that it should be called, right? The way that the game is called is there's always the makeup call, and the refs make sure that the rep that the penalties are even. The whistles the went away after period one. But when when you're playing and you are the team that's pushing the play, you have the puck all the time. The other team is chasing you, and they're getting tired. That's when they're gonna start hooking you and tripping you, and start getting called for holds and. And that's why the better team should have more power plays because you're the ones pushing it. And that's what the Leafs were doing, especially in the first period. We were all over them. We were pushing the play. They were barely keeping up. They were taking penalties. O'Reilly gets a nice goal on the power play to give us a 2 nothing lead. And that, that's the way it should go. And that's just not the way it always goes. Okay, but so what's the reason the Leafs lost tonight? If you had to pick one reason, what's the reason? We had the worst goalie. Two games in a row, we've had the worst goalie. Rye and well, I, I, hold on to talk about that one for a little bit. I don't, Tim, are you saying that that's a slam on Samsonov or that's just praise to Bobrovsky? All I know is for six years in a row, we've had the worst goalie in the playoffs and we lose the series every single time. It doesn't matter, like, you can make some of the saves, but if the other goalie's making all the saves, it's not good enough. What I don't think Sammy Smiles has been bad. You could look at maybe one of the goals tonight and say that was a little bit rough. One of them was a little bit rough. Well, it was a good, but the Barkov one, I mean, it was a good, like, hard shot, though. Like, and it was a really good Yeah, release. from, like, it, distance, yeah, from and he should have saw it clean. There was no traffic. You gotta see. had 70 of those shots tonight. I actually saw a stat that the Core 4 had 22 shots tonight. Uh, the yep. Core 4 forwards. Um, but uh, uh, Bob, Bob is averaging, like, like five goals, or, or sorry, five saves above expected every night and the Leafs are way, way, way like, like higher, um, uh, high danger scoring chances. It's, it's, but Bro- like, like Sammy's playing good, but Brovsky's playing excellent. This cannot continue. This cannot Doesn't this feel continue. like the Columbus series in the bubble though, right? Like 
we come out of it and we're all mad because the Leafs were shooting a 4% and we got goalied five games in a row. And at some point, you just got to figure it out and go get those dirty, greasy goals that no goalie can. Like, that's what we did against Vasilevsky in, in the first round. We weren't scoring goals that not even Vasilevsky can save this one because it's like cross seam, high danger. That's not what we were going for. We were going from shots from the point from Morgan Riley that are through traffic with an excellent tip from Austin Matthews. And it's in the back of the net. Like those are the goals that we scored and we won that series. I feel like this series we're playing into Florida's hands with this track meet and trying to set up these crazy chances. And, and that's when you're getting set up to be Bobrovsky or Vasilevsky or goalie of any sort. Like we need to go back to what we did in the first series to get these wins. Like what else is new? The Leafs just like always fall into the other team's game plan. When we were against Columbus, it was like, oh, let's let's try and beat them at their chippy slow game. And now we're against Florida. It's like, we think we can beat Florida at their own game because we're silly. Let's make all these defensive mistakes and see if we can overcome it. Oh, we can't. Well, okay, so Steven, to answer your original question of why the Leafs lost, I'm putting it on Geo and Hall. Or not Geo. That oh, was a reflex. Justin Hall's Geo and Lilligren were just like completely brutal. Like Lilligren, especially. It's so disappointing because he's no better than Hall. I don't know what the answer is. You can go 11 7, I guess, but I don't think that makes us any better. Maybe they'll have more energy out there. It's just poor decision-making at the worst times. Give up all the momentum, and it's in the back of our net. And you and you watch, like, Brody and McCabe and Riley and Shen, and they're doing what we need them to do, and it doesn't look hard. I mean, it looks like it's not something I can do, but it's just like you have the puck, get it, like, pass it to the guy. And, G- and Lilligren is just making costly turnovers, not getting it out of our zone. For some reason, it's not like Geo's slow. He's just not where he should be. He's he's just like puck watching or something. It's a totally different Giordano that we saw all season. I don't get it. And I don't have the solution. And I feel like it's just going to, like, like, that's where they take advantage of us. We get 50 great scoring chances all game. They get three all because of G- Geo and Lilligren or Geo and Hall, either one. And it's in the back of our net. And that's the end. So that's where I'm putting the blame. I- I mean, you say that, though, but like this game, it was like TJ Brody was minus two again and McKay was like minus one. But that's not the pair like that's on the ice for the goals. They they might make the mistakes, but it's our top guys that are getting burned. Like, I don't know, like even this game, I saw like McCabe and Brody making like ill-advised pinches. And it's like, are they just not capable of defending well, Florida's offense? So, so some of this is the the forwards as well, though, because like I look at the first goal against tonight, and you sure the defenseman. I mean, I guess like they were on the ice, but there was four forwards down there and two defensemen, right? Like Brody had his eyes on two guys, and the guy behind him was the one who got the pass that ended up going in. Um, and 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 part of that's Florida's like uh, strategy here, where they've got these defensemen who act like they have one defenseman who's always activating getting deep into the play and the forwards are I guess just not adjusting to that like I'm not gonna say I didn't see Austin Matthews out there like I see Austin Matthews out there who's on for a goal against tonight but it's just like Mitch Matthew Nyes uh bunting like you need to be more awake and 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 Tim you talk about how like this is similar to you know oh series past where whatever we're falling into the hands of the team this is on Sheldon Keefe then 
Yeah. Because right, you I don't even know why I didn't think about this. I'm the one that has all the good ideas in here. But right, you are 100% right where the Leafs did these things in series 1 to get their first series win in 19 years. And then they go to round 2 and just like don't do it anymore. Bobrovsky's playing better than Vasilevsky did that entire series in these games. And how does Sheldon Keefe not wake up and say, it's time to do that? I think Ryan Allison needs to be behind the bench here. Um, Maybe. Heading down to Florida, drinking that Florida water. Because, like, there's there's a formula here that can work. But, but but like, like I will not I will not allow this to happen. I am not losing this series. If we're losing this series, this we're turning into a Jays podcast. Are you kidding me? I'm winning not, a series. I just want to win a game. Okay. Uh, the the Leafs season could be over in two games. Well, Honestly, like, all it takes I mean, is go, one bad game from. If we go down three zero, it's over. It's over if we go down three zero. I was I was thinking about in the the all Canadian division when Winnipeg swept Edmonton in the first round. And that was stupid because like Edmonton had a good team. Winnipeg sucked. We we're just like, how did they beat Edmonton? That could have been our opponent in the next round. And what do they do? They come against Montreal, who super sucked, and they got swept by Montreal. And then you just go from Winnipeg that's like, we're the greatest team ever to not even winning a game in the second round. And those are the 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 thoughts that crept in my head here to think like Leafs Nation was just on the highest high that they felt in 20 years. And we're in danger of getting swept here. We have like a game on Sunday and then a game on Tuesday and it could be over. What is All that? Right. Do we want to have like two minutes of hope of like positive talk and before we get to- talking about despair again? I, I, got a couple other, can I, I got a couple other things before we get into hope Is that if that's all right. Let's stay down. Right. Let's stay down here. Everybody all right. get low. If you're folks at home listening, get low. Um, um, wait a minute. <laughs> what was the first thing I was You thinking? have to you have to pick something. I know there's lots to I want to get from. back to the defenseman thing real quick cuz you're talking about uh Gio and Brody what do you McCabe, do? You go 7. Or... The Maple Leafs and Brandon Pridham were like just you know like a, a a super spy through like a laser field, you know, dodging the salary cap all season to carry nine NHL defensemen into these playoffs, okay? Yep. And are you really telling me I said it last pod Jordy Ben, are you really telling me that like let's throw Jordy Ben in here for a game? How much worse could he really be? Especially at this point where you're back. Well, okay, hold up. on, hold on. Jordy Ben, you're going down the depth chart too far. Like next after Lilligren would be Hall. After that would be Gustafson. After that is arguably Timmins and then Jordy Ben. Like why are you jumping all the way down? Because I like Jordy Ben the whole I, I've go back anybody listening to this podcast for more than three months knows I've been on the Jordy Ben hype train. He played great in every single game and He's not getting any response. He is not the answer. He's not even remotely close to the answer. So we're done talking well, about it. He's well, not but, coming okay, in. Well, it's time you to, can talk about that the offseason, but it's not happening It's time now. to go into the next game then with, I don't know, Gustafson Hall. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy for that. You're just a little crazy thinking that Jordy Ben is the one who's coming in. His brother's busy Look, down in Dallas. Listen, if Jordy Ben is going to come in and just beat up Sam Bennett, I'm all for this. Um, Sam Bennett is such a dirty player. He's in the same category as like all those other losers out there. I'm so sick of yeah. him. Like first game, he's like charging our buys, spearing him. Now he took out Matthew Nyes. Then he like cross check bunting in the head. Let's talk about Man, that. 
that cross check was the exact same as what Austin Matthews got suspended for. And he's going to get nothing. Absolutely nothing. Was that Bennett that did the cross check? I didn't yes, see who it was. Yes, it was Bennett. That guy I, is a scumbag. Tim, I thought the exact same thing. I thought Austin Matthews got two game suspension for that, which was completely deserved because you can't go cross checking people in the neck. And then here's this one, two minute penalty. The refs even looked at it. Nothing more. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Two cross check to the neck, whatever. We got to talk about, let's get into this Matthew Nye situation, Sam Bennett, because he was wreaking havoc all night. So, I mean, the Leafs are going down to Florida, down 2-0, and it's likely not going to get any easier from a roster perspective because it's looking likely that Matthew Nye is going to be out of the lineup. Uh, For those who didn't see it, uh, it was, uh, in my opinion, a dirty play. Uh, behind the net, it's a suplex. Not around, is and, the technical yeah, term. Matthew Nyes, or, or yeah, he essentially got suplexed by Sam Bennett. Who, I don't know what's going on here. Um, and uh, it, literally, I mean, he ties up his legs and he puts his arm around Matthew Nyes' neck and he takes him down to the ice in what looks like a head first, shoulder first. He had a little bit of that collarbone, you know, tucked up by his ear um, look to him, but it could be a concussion. Bottom line, he didn't return back to the the series. No penalty on the play. Yeah, I don't know. Keith at the end of the game. Keith at the end of the game also like, oh, no update on Nice. I'll let you know. Tim, this has got a, I think a it, good thing. I I know you have no faith in the Department of Player Safety, but I don't know how that is not going to be looked at as an intent to injure and a suspension. Who was I, it that suplexed uh, Panarin on the Rangers that incurred the two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine? I'm literally Wilson. watching a, a video about suplexing. How do you guys know what this is? Do you watch like I like watched MMA it tonight? Ryan and I are a little older than you, Rye. <laughs> you know, you know the terms. Listen, I was a part of abuse season two. I know what suplexing is. <laughs> Don't put that on the internet. Keep going. Uh, all right, listen. I Anyways, I, 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 no I see this. I see this play all the time. Guys go into the corner. A guy's about to fall down. He takes down the other guy with him. Should be interference. You could call it holding. You, it, a penalty? Yeah, I, I get it. It should have been a penalty. But you saying that this is like as dirty as anything else. The cross check to the neck was dirtier than this. What Bunting did in game one of Tampa was dirtier than this. There's lots of other stuff that's way dirtier than this. I don't think it'll be suspended. I don't think they'll look at it. I don't think they need to look at it. What's unfortunate is that the guy's head hit the ice. He's absolutely concussed and he's not coming back. So that's it for Matthew Nice, which is brutal. But... I don't know. How are you saying that like something that resulted in a concussion for Matthew Nyes isn't a dirty play? Like it was. No, stop. You're thinking the same as that stupid George Peros in that something happens. Oh, was there an injury on the play? No. Oh, well then it's clean. Oh, there was a injury. There was an injury on the play. Throw the book out him. It's a suspension. Whether or not there's an injury shouldn't matter. It's what was the play? What happened? They, Cussled, tussled up. They both came to the ice. You see it all the time. The only reason we're talking about it is it was his head hit the ice. Ryan, go watch more videos of suplexing and say, does that have a place in hockey? <laughs> I don't. I'm actually watching suplexing. It does not. Ryan, I, don't I really think disagree this is with you here. I mean, like, you're saying that, like, oh, did he end up getting injured? I'm going to take a gamble that 100% of the time when a six foot one NHLer takes your head and slams it on the ice, you're going to get concussed. He did that to hurt him and he got hurt. So there should be a no. suspension, and I was wrong. About should have been a penalty and no suspension. Listen, it doesn't matter now. He's not going to get suspended. He, he's 
going to be in the next game. Matthew Nyes is not. So let's figure out what the heck our game plan is because we're going to lose again if things just continue. Sam Bennett's on the list. Tim, put. would you mind? Put, oh, put he was on the list. Put him on that list. Horrible. <laughs> All right. Are we going to talk about something positive today? Because, I mean, we've been despondent, like, after losses and some and often, like, there is literally not a single good thing to take out of the loss. I don't think that's this loss. Super frustrating that Leafs have put themselves in this position. But it all is not lost. Like, the Leafs have looked good. Can they fix it? Like, I don't know. who. Like, we always say, who's your picks to kind of bounce back? And, and so far, people have looked good, but not good enough. Like, Nylander, he was stick-handling through everyone, like, making it look easy. This is great. No goals for it. Not great. No back checking. Also not great. Losing your man in coverage. Not great. Do these things have to come at a cost? I don't know. Like, do the Leafs just need to hit a huge reset button and say, like, let's not abandon defense? Maybe that's the solution. Well, there's uh, there's a stat that I saw floating around. Um, this was after last night's game, but this was stats from game one. The Florida Panthers had nine goals off of turnovers in their series against Boston. More than any other team in round one, whoever was second, I think, had five, okay? And you look at a handful of the goals scored in this series off turnovers, right? Um, it's not necessarily an easy issue to fix, right? I mean, it's hockey. It's hard to handle a puck. Guys are flying everywhere. But, like, that is – I just said nine goals. Like, that is that is enough to kill you in a series, and it killed Boston in the series, and it's going to kill us in the series. Well, and what's concerning is that it looks sustainable. Like we struggled heavily against Tampa and their forecheck. We couldn't break the cycle. We couldn't get out of our own end. And just when we thought we were out of the woods, it turns out Florida's even better at it than Tampa is. Like that, that if I was Florida, I would be confident in two things. Sergey Bobrovsky is clearly back to his prime self, and their forecheck is just decimating our team whenever they get it deep in our end. And in front of the net, like we just can't do anything with it when they have it in our end. The neutral zone is ours. When we have it in their end, it's all good. But they get it deep on our end, and it's going to be there for two plus minutes. We didn't. We never figured it out against Tampa. We still haven't figured it out against Florida. I don't remember this being an issue for 82 games in the regular season. We were not a team that got hemmed in our own end very often, and it's happened for eight straight games now. Need to figure it out. I mean. I'm worried that the refs are going to start listening to Paul Maurice's whining and like, like already like tonight they put the whistle away in, in period one, but like our power play, it looks so good. It looks too good. Maybe that's what the refs are worried about. Like, Oh, going to decide the game. Yeah. If I call too many penalties on Florida, we did not lose tonight because of the refs. That is an excuse. No, but like you say, like if we had our power plays look phenomenal, if we had more of them, you'd think we've got more goals. All right, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, so sorry if the editing's not that good. Our editor is also the most handsome guy on the podcast, so he's not that good at editing. Uh, <laughs> so the Toronto Maple Leafs are heading down to Florida. We've got a couple days of rest that's going to help us, uh, and they're back in action Sunday night for their two-game stand in Florida. What's the keys to the game? How can the Leafs crawl back from an 0-2 deficit to make this thing interesting and not not make three men cry. What do you got, Tim? Well, part of me says that 
the Leafs need to stay mentally strong and not not get as disappointed and frustrated as we are now and keep doing all the good things that they're doing. But the the what's important is they can't keep making as many mistakes. Like we talk about like a 60 minute performance. They have to start on time, each period on time. And recognize it's still the playoffs. Playoff Florida might play a track meet style of, of hockey, but these games are every bit as serious as as Tampa against Boston. And like you should expect every mistake you make goes into the net. So play that way. Don't never let up. I'll um I'll put it on Sheldon Keith. I, I think that before next game we have some interesting lineup decisions to be made. Matthew Nyes isn't going to be there. We're going to be on the road, so you know that Florida's going to get those favorable matchups. So we're going to have to do something with defense because our bottom pair is just getting killed. And, you know, Stephen, we were saying it before that we need to to figure this out and do what we did last series to get these wins, and I put that on Keefe. So he has a lot of decisions and a lot of proven to do to win this playoff series here, I think. Um. So you're going 11-7 next game? Uh, yeah, Matthew Nye's being out and our defense struggling as much as they are. I- I'm expecting 11 seven. Yeah. Cause the, I mean, the next man in Matthew Nye's is out next man in, I guess, Zach Aston Reese. Yep. I- am I forgetting about somebody here? No, that'd be like, that was our game one lineup against Tampa was Zach Aston Reese out in and, and Matthew Nye's out and look how that went. So I think it'll be 11 seven. I mean, and I, I another argument, I guess, pro 11-7 is like Gustafson, he can provide some offense. That's something the Leafs need here. I mean, we haven't scored that many goals this series. Yep. So I guess I'm in favor of it. It's just hard imagining like, all right, Leafs need better offense. Let's get some more defensemen in there. Yeah. Um, do either of you? I mean, consider- I don't necessarily know if we need more offense. Like, yes, we've only, we haven't scored enough goals, but like we've hit so many posts and like, is Bobrovsky going to be that good? He's going for it. I don't know. Well, Maybe not. okay, but but like we're we're talking about Tim. The difference between bringing Gustafson in and maybe Justin Hall instead of Lily Grin or something like that, and uh, instead of Zach Aston Reese. Like, are you are you do you feel that that much faith in Zach Aston Reese here? Well, I would like Zach Zach Aston Reese to teach Sam Bennett a lesson, show him how to do a real suplex, but. Um, I don't, I don't think Zach Aston Reese is going to be like a difference maker this game. Um, so I think Hall is going to come in and Lilligren's going to come out whether we go 11, seven or not. I do think that's going to happen. Yeah. Do either of you consider a goaltender change? No, no, no. There was one I mean, weak goal that Samsonov had, but you can't, that would be super had- desperation. If you're throwing Joseph wall in there at this point, game three or, or even, or even Matt Murray, it's like. I don't think I Matt Murray's not. even cleared yet. He hasn't. He, he, he hasn't. He hasn't played in so long. So like, no. I think ride or die by Sammy Smiles. And hey, he had way more incredible saves than he did bad goals against tonight. He's still a good goalie. So I, I'm yep. just trying to yeah, cause some, some good saves, cause some drama with you guys here on a Thursday. Not night. enough. What was your key to the game, Stephen? You didn't say limit turnovers. We talked about it before. Yeah. They've nine nine ter- goals off turnovers against Boston. In series number one, we I will not have it anymore. And the best player's got to turn it on. Austin Matthews, I get it. You know, you look dangerous out there. You had a handful of chances, but like 
I don't care how good the goalie is. If Austin Matthews is like one-on-one with them or he's got some space, you better beat him. So Austin Matthews, turn it on. Let's get some goals. Willie Styles, bend your knees and get in front of the net and score goals that way. You don't have to look so cool. Um, and that's it. I want these best players to be the best players. Like now just, you sound like echoes of the past because, because well, a, a it is missed, echoes of the past, but I look like I look at these missed posts. Right. And I'm saying like, you know, you could say, Oh yeah, that's like a grade a chance, but it's also like, yeah, but they like didn't score. Like if maybe if it didn't hit that post, it's going to hit Bobrovsky. Like that's still not a goal. You don't get yep. credit. Let's pot him in the back of the net. And there's one guy that I think the Leafs still should consider throwing into the lineup here that hasn't gotten enough play. It's Jordy Ben. <laughs> Stroke Please. those beards. Call Jordy Ben back right. to the team. All right, all right, all right. We're done. We're done. Let's get out of here. I'm so sick of you guys. <laughs> Usually you're done with us by now. We're the eighth game of the playoffs right now. We pot every night now. I'm sick uh. of you two. <laughs> I miss my I wife. <laughs> I just want to record a happy pod. I almost forget what those are like. Yeah.